The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Some Greeks who had come to worship at the Passover feast came to Philip, who was from Bethesda in Galilee, and asked him, Sir, we would like to see Jesus. Philip went and told Andrew, then Andrew and Philip went and told Jesus. Jesus answered them, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Amen, amen, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains just a grain of wheat. But if it dies, it produces much fruit. Whoever loves his life loses it, and whoever hates his life in this world will preserve it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, there also will my servant be. The Father will honor whoever serves me. I am troubled now, yet what should I say? Father, save me from this hour. But it was for this purpose that I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven, I have glorified it and will glorify it again. The crowd there heard it and said it was thunder, but others said, an angel has spoken to him. Jesus answered and said, the voice did not come for my sake, but for yours. Now is the time of the judgment on this world. Now the ruler of this world will be driven out. And when I am lifted up from the earth, I will draw everyone to myself. He said this, indicating the kind of death he would die. The Gospel of the Lord. One of the foundational experiences of my high school life, even though high school is high school, we all know that, but one of the foundational experiences of my high school life was going on a mission trip to Guatemala. I was 15 years old, and my older brother, I have two older brothers, but one of my older brothers said to me, it's Bob, he said, hey, why don't you come on this mission trip? We've had a great experience. Dan and I have been going, that's my other brother, and we'd love you to come along with us. And I reluctantly said yes, because I was a little scared. I mean, I'm 15 years old, I'm going to Guatemala. Guess who never took Spanish in his life? This guy. So I'm going to a foreign country, not exactly knowing what to expect. And on our flight over there, we were flying and we're making that final approach into Guatemala City. And as we're, we're hitting like turbulence like nobody's business, everything's going up and down, there's kids on the, on the flight like screaming. I'm like, am I going to die before I even get there? There was this very unsure moment for me. And as we made that final approach, even amidst some of that weirdness in the flight, we ended up getting there and I have one of the best experiences of my life. This trip bore so much spiritual fruit in me that I always look back on this trip as the one experience where I first felt the love of God personally in my heart. Why do I bring up this story? Why do I bring up this final approach, if you will? Well, let me tell you. Today's gospel is like the final approach before the, the great like passion, death, and resurrection of Jesus. He's there and some Greek people come to see him. They come to see Jesus, like, we want to see Jesus. And Jesus sees that, okay, now his message of salvation is now getting outside of this inner circle, out even outside of the Jewish faith, but to everyone, to everyone. And he realizes 
that now is the time, as my message has gotten out there, that I am going to be glorified. And how am I going to be glorified? Well, the gospel says it very clearly. By the passion, death, and resurrection. He is glorified in his great love for us. And then he says, unless a grain of wheat is to fall to the ground and die, unless it does that, it remains only a single grain of wheat, but if it falls down to the ground and dies, it will bear much fruit. I think it goes without saying that the passion, death, and resurrection of Jesus bears a lot of fruit. But he needs to suffer and die so that our salvation can be given to us, that we can be redeemed. And so as we get to these last two weeks of Lent, we're making that final approach towards the Easter mysteries. From this part in the Gospel of John, this is Gospel of John chapter 12. This is the end of the first half of the Gospel. John chapter 13 starts the farewell discourse where Jesus is washing the feet of the disciples. And for four more chapters, he gives them his final words before his passion. This is the final approach, if you will, to landing into that great Paschal mystery. So we're on the inner track. We're on our way now. And so to be glorified, for the Son of Man to be glorified, he must die. The Gospel of John is very clear on making the imagery of the Passion very different than the other three Gospels. The other three Gospels make the Passion in very much a, just a factual account. He suffered greatly and he died. But the Gospel of John puts this exalted imagery of Jesus being lifted up on the cross to reign. It's almost as if Jesus is mounting the throne of the cross because that is the essence of his kingship. That's the essence of the greatest expression of who Jesus is. That he is willing to obey the Father and to offer his very body and blood poured out for us. This is who Jesus is. And this greatest expression of God's love for us is the cross. And so you can see in the Gospel of John that he says, well, I'm going to be lifted up. This is why I was born. This is what I'm supposed to do. Because this is what redeems the people I love so much. That even this message is for all, not just for the Jewish people, not just for the in crowd of my disciples, not just for the people that come to church every week or are the most faithful, but it's for everyone. Because this is who our God is. And so, we continue to live out these mysteries now. The question could be for us, okay, well, as I am getting closer to the Easter mystery, how does this relate to my daily life? Well, any suffering or any joy can be united to God. One priest in seminary said this to me. It's probably one of my favorite quotes that wasn't necessarily theological. He said to me, you know, our role as preachers, as priests, as deacons, as people who proclaim the word of God, our role is to help people to see how the Paschal mystery relates to your daily life. Now, Paschal mystery, that's like big theological words, so we need to explain that, right? The Paschal mystery means the passion, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus the central mystery of the Catholic faith, of the Christian faith, God pouring out his love for us. 
And so any time that we suffer or any time we have joy, we can unite that to God. We can unite our sufferings to the sufferings that Jesus felt. And we can see the hope in that. Because the cross is not the end of the story. He rises from the grave. And, we'll, and we will rise with him also. So we're making that final approach. We're coming to the great mystery of Easter. Let's ask the Lord to help us to, even in a deeper way this year, in a more personal way, to help us to unite ourselves to him. Whether that's our anxieties or our struggles, maybe like many of us, we're feeling tired and burnt out from a long semester already, and we're just looking for that break of Easter, or whether it's just the normal things of everyday life, whatever our sufferings or our joys are, we can ask the Lord, hey, help me to unite those to you, and please, please, please give me the strength to follow you. So this day, as we are making that final approach to the Paschal mystery, next week is Palm Sunday where we read the Passion, and a week and a half after that is Holy Thursday. Let's ask the Lord to walk with us, to guide us, to guard us and to protect us, and to give us all the strength we need to enter deeply into his love and to accept that love he has for us poured out on the cross. May God give you his peace.